Hi and welcome to Squaring the Circle, a podcast about how business owners in the creative industry balance the art and the business. Today, I'm delighted to say that my guest is actor Alex Montagnani. Alex's background is in martial arts, but over the last few years, he has jumped ship to pursue an acting career. So I caught up with him to see how the transition was going. I was blown away by Alex's honesty and openness about a wide range of topics. We have a fascinating conversation about speaking your truth as an actor, picking the right roles, playing the long game in the acting industry, and the strain acting can have on your mental health. I'm your host, Benjamin Bowles from Benjamin Film and Photography, and welcome to Squaring the Circle. Alex, thank you so much for joining me on Squaring the Circle. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing, man? I'm, I'm very well. I'm very well. Um, I thought we'd start with the uh, the film Cage Fighter, if we may. So I did a bit of research on on how this came about. And, and if I'm correct, you were a fight choreographer for a short film called The Cage Fighter. And yeah. then a few months later, it was a feature film and you were the lead. Kind of. So it's, it started off as um, a short but that that was like years ago. That was like seven years prior to Cage Fire the feature. And then I got brought on as uh the fight choreographer and um like a a, a different role to, to Reese, who is the lead. Um so then yeah, we, we did obviously like a year prep, prepping the actor at the time um for Cage Fire, and then a couple of weeks um, prior to the first shoot day. Um, there were some complications and the uh, actor at the time had to pull out. Um, and then they were like, man, who can we get to to play um, the lead? And they were like, they need to know MMA, they need to know all the fights. We've been doing rehearsing this for like a year. You know, who can learn fights in like basically a week and a half, two weeks? So they're rummaging around. And then obviously Jesse Canone uh, is the director. I've known him for years. Um, and he was like, man, that we're gonna, we're gonna, I wanna put you forward again for it. Cause I had been put forward for it, sorry, put forward for it at the start. Um, so yeah, they put me back forward. I had like a week of auditions, like like nonstop back and forth, back and forth. And then yeah, in the end they, they offered me the role. So I was like, yeah, man, let's go. <laughs> yeah, it was cool, crazy, crazy times. Yeah, yeah. It's that, it's that perfect, example of being in the right place at the right time but I suppose yeah. you knew all the crew you knew the director because of your your work doing the choreography anyway so you were yeah, kind yeah. of in a in a good position so That's amazing and so um for anybody who hasn't seen the film it's a, it's a it's a big you know reasonably big budget feature film so in terms of um how big this production was what were the main things that you learned in terms of your acting compared to previous projects um, I learned that I've I've got where it takes. <laughs> that's, that's what I learned. I, I guess that, as you know, like how we met, like I, I come from an MMA background, so um, I don't shy away from hard work. That makes me, that makes me better when I have to work harder. So I think when I the the most days I'd been on set previous to that um, was like four days, like nonstop filming. And then this was like, I don't know, I think I was over in Canada, I think for like two, two months, maybe even, I think nearly even three months 
or was it two? My brain's uh, it's been it's such a wild time. So no, I think two months, two months when I got there. Yeah, two weeks like rehearsals and getting around and then filming. Um, so yeah, that was that was mad, and it was like a non-stop eighteen day back to back. We had to cram in as much as we could. Uh, tight schedule. Um, so yeah, I just I just learned that yeah I can I can do it, man. I can do it, and when you put your mind to it and. And again, I learned the the script within like two weeks. So again, that was like, yeah, I got this one. <laughs> I suppose if you're if you're doing a, a production like that, um, the the production after that, unless it's a massive feature film, is you're gonna yeah. you're gonna have that confidence, I, I presume. Because yeah. you've you've your levels are your levels basically have, have been raised a lot just by that um, couple of months that you spent spent shooting. For sure, and um, being alongside like Gina Gershon, um, like a, a massive Hollywood actress, like and you know her, her singing your praises and telling you you're doing a good job and shit, that that really boosts your confidence, man. And um, again, having our like some of the crew, they've been work, they've worked with some of the best, you know, and they're like, man, trust me, like you're you're up there, and I was like. Yeah, man. All right, cool. And I, obviously, I know I got a lot to work on for myself. Or yeah, me personally with my acting, I feel like there's a few things I need to work on. But just to hear that, you know, I can still bang with some of the big boys. I was like, that's good. So, what are those things you need to work on? I, I, I was taking up Meisner, man. So um, before I done Stan Slasky, uh, now I'm doing Meisner, and you know, you got to speak your truth. So that's what I'm trying to do. So um, yeah, I think. I guess don't I hold back um, a lot, and I think so. I don't know what it's like. A, almost like I feel like a barrier is up, and I need to just break that down. Sometimes I it just it just naturally comes down. I think I don't know when I'm really comfortable with a character, and it comes out. I've seen it a couple of times in certain shorts I did. Like the character looks so real, and I believe everything. Even the way he, the character moves and talks and acts, and I'm like, that's someone else. That person's like either a horrible, you know, effort or he's a lovely guy. And then certain times I look and I'm like, ah, oh, I can see I'm acting. I'm like, shit, man. And I feel like that's when that that thing is up, and I'm conscious of people around me instead of the instead of me shutting everyone out. And it's like it's just me and this other person acting. I then become consciously aware of the camera and the people, and then my I feel like my lines become beaty and I can hear like, uh, 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 like I'm hitting the beats and the marks instead of, so I'm not hitting the beats. I'm hitting like my marks in my head. Like, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. Instead of it just flowing like how me and you are talking. So I think, yeah, breaking down that barrier and just being more, I don't know, just letting all of that emotion flow out all the time. I'm obviously, I'm not trained in acting or anything, but what, what I'm hearing there is, yeah. If, and te- please tell me if I'm wrong, but if there's a character that you totally engage with from the start, like literally off the page, yeah, you find it a lot easier to get in that character. Whereas if there's a character that you have to work a lot harder, that's when you see everything around you and you don't, you don't kind of embody that character as well, which means mm-hmm. it feels like acting. Where that, whereas the first example of that character, from the moment you read that, you're in it essentially mm, yeah, yeah so from your point of view you've got to close that distance is that right 
Yeah, kind kind of that. I think I can. I guess I can associate with most most characters, but I think it, I think it's more down to to my emotional state. Because I, I am actually quite an emotional person, but again, I've been taught through my whole childhood like to shut that off. Like, right. no, don't fucking cry. Don't you know you're a man? Do this and do that. Um, and now I find that as an adult. I'm like, man, I wish that I could cry sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially for characters, I want to bring out that emotion. I want to show it on scene and on 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 set and in the character. And I think that that happens. So yeah, it's like I said, some some of what you're saying is definitely right. Mm. If I can't relate to, I guess, that emotion that that character is saying at that time, I could find it hard. You mentioned a couple of minutes ago that you you were sort of working on things you were studying. Yeah. Now, obviously, with acting if you want to make money and you want to make it your job, there's that balance between the art, the, the sort of training yourself um, and, and the business side of things, paying the bills. Um, So on a sort of day-to-day basis, how much, and maybe this is an impossible question to answer, but how much do you try and get better at your craft and then think, well, the money will follow, or do you, are you proactively going for those roles that will pay the bills that potentially aren't the most creatively satisfying i guess at the moment i would take any role i guess i want to be a versatile actor and to me like you said I, i'll take any role because further on down the line i can then pick and choose i can then say right i'm not going to do them th- those type of roles anymore um and for my arts creative side i, I write um so i've been writing loads i mean that's, that's where i can really I guess be creative and let let the art flow and I can write what I like because I'm the one who's writing it so (laughs) that's when I can make it yeah I can really go for the art but yeah like you said you gotta pay the bills man and uh I was I was booking quite a few commercials last year in 2021 um and I remember having like a talk to my wife and saying man I don't want to be known as a commercial actor and all of this type of shit and it's like well you you won't be unless you allow yourself to be but you gotta also use this um these commercials that they're helping you live right now and like you said they're helping you pay the bills and they're also helping me be creative because i have money in my bank it means i can sit at home and i can write for two weeks if i want you know and i can finish the script and then that's my creative side so um yeah i think i think uh yeah, the, all the all the artsy and creative stuff will come in the end. And right now, yeah, I've just taken taken every role. So I went around the whole park to come back to that. I always think whatever creative industry you're in, yeah, there's always that that contrast. But I love that example of doing the commercial stuff that allows you to be creative. So you're yeah. still, and also, and I presume you'd agree with this: no time on set is ever wasted. Whatever shooter it is. Because you can no, always sure. pick up something, um, mm. and you, last it was yeah must must have been last year now. Um, I saw you in the Gillette advert, so yeah. most of the people listening to this will know your face <laughs> because um, yeah. that was everywhere, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And so, but I presume that was a slightly different angle because yes, of course you can do commercials where maybe you're on screen for a couple of seconds, but you were the character for this. Um, yeah this advert so maybe was that was that a slightly different because of the 
the level of Gillette? Was that a slightly different project for you? Yeah, it was, it was, it was strange as well because I've never done something, I guess, like that where everything is on me, but I didn't feel like I was acting, if you get what I'm saying. Because I was just, I know obviously you always have a director and he's directing you, but like you said, and like we know, you, you get to embody that character. So I have a script, I have a backstory. I can, you know, I know where this, I don't know, this guy goes to, I don't know, at the pub down the road every day to eat his lunch. So I'm like, okay, I know who this guy is. Well, with Gillette, it was just like, you're on set, they're like, okay, splash your face, look a bit mean. Okay, good, give a little smile. Okay, turn to the right. All right, scene, change angle. And I was like, okay, like, this is different. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. I, don't, I didn't feel like it was proper acting. No. But, um, but, yeah, people say it's, it's acting. So, yeah. Yeah, it's very, but very different because, as you say, there's no context, is it? There's, no, there's yeah. no, you don't need to know about this Gillette character going um, down the pub for a <laughs> for pub <laughs> lunch or, or anything yeah. like that. It's, it's totally different. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well but great thing for your resume great thing for your cv isn't it that's the main thing yeah 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 that's it it's fun it's fun and like you said a lot of people are like oh shit you're in Gillette. and i'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. you mentioned you mentioned writing earlier on the creative side yeah um and that's how you kind of scratch that itch yeah has and we'll talk about your producing later on as well but has the writing changed the way you act yeah, it has in the best, in a good way, in a good way. Um, but I, I, I know this is off what you said, but it has totally changed the way I watch films now. It's like ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I'm watching and I'm, like, I'm just like, not picking apart, but I'm like kind of thinking, oh, what was this, the writer thinking of this, but I'm like, oh, I know what's going to happen now. And I, I'm like, you know, I'm, I can see like all the beats they're hitting. Yeah. And like that when they're coming into the third act and shit, and I'm like, ah, oh, no, it's God, this is coming now. And then usually I'm right now, <laughs> so I'm like, damn it, I'm like ruining all the films for myself. <laughs> yeah, once once you know a bit about story structure, that's one way that's to it. ruin movies for you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, I think the acting side. Yeah, um, yeah, I think just for I think for the for the best, I guess, because again, I can delve more into character. Um, for the people who don't know too much about you um despite being on the the Gillette advert uh, and you did mention it earlier you um your background is mixed martial arts you're a professional MMA fighter now I'm I'm fascinated with the mentality of athletes not just MMA fighters but all athletes yeah um do you think that that the mentality to be a professional fighter um you know the resilience that you need dealing with knockbacks dealing with losses, wins, everything that goes along with it to be a professional fighter. How have those attributes benefited your acting career? Um, I think they've benefited in every single way because, like you said, um, everything that goes into my, or went into my sport, my when especially when I was like heavy into like proper professional <laughs> You know, right now, I wouldn't call myself a professional. I said, like, no, I'm like a semi-retired professional. Yeah. But um, I'd say, um, yeah, the discipline, the the willingness to learn, the hard graft, like you said, the knockbacks, because acting is a flipping hard, 
hard um, avenue to go down and the amount of auditions you have. And you're like, I smashed that audition. I want to get that. And then it's like, you didn't get that. <laughs> and you get you get that a lot. <laughs> but um, but then when you, like you said, the, the, um, the discipline, the dedication and that, just don't give up. Also, when you're on set, if it's a long day, uh, I'm not there complaining. I'm used to, I'm, again, I'm used to this hard work. Uh, if, if it's 12 hours days or it runs over and we're doing end up doing 16 hours or some crazy shit i don't care like i'm here to do a job okay. i'll get it done then i'll rest afterwards and i think that's that's definitely what's helped me because on every set when i turn up they know i'll be on time or i'll be early and if i need to stay after everyone else i'll stay after everyone else and i'll get it done so definitely i think yeah mma is definitely seeing me through this where i'm at <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and you different you you bring a different you bring a different perspective on it because of your background as well, don't you? Yeah, um, you're not it. you're not classically trained. Well, you're not a classically trained actor. Right? You haven't you haven't sort of grown up to be an actor, have you? You you've grown up. Um, I was reading you you were doing martial arts from four years old, so that was your path, wasn't it? And and yeah, that was it. After so. yeah. that was yeah. it. Yeah, first um, well, first like judo competition grading was at four years old so yeah there you, go. There you, go. <laughs> you met you mentioned there that acting is is difficult is hard what is the mm. most what's the most challenging thing um i think it is rejection man okay. that's what it is um because yeah you can you can feel like you've smashed a uh a, a, a casting and man probably you did like, but that one casting director might not even be the casting director. It might be the director or the producer. They might be like, actually, we're going to go a different way and we're going to go with someone else. And like, it's like you question yourself sometimes. You know, so many times, and a lot of actors who are watching this or at home, like, they probably have been in that situation a lot where you know you're down to like the last two. You know, you've had that email from your agent. They've been just like, you know, down to the last two is you and someone else and you might get a recall or something um and especially when they pencil you and you're like yes like okay but you know it's not guaranteed till it's like a heavy pencil or like a contract in front of you um yeah and then when it's like oh they've released you and it's like fuck they released the pencil you're like oh shit like that rejection can be tough man and i know certain actors who are amazing and they haven't booked for like a year. And it's like, how do you stay mentally strong? And I, actually, I was speaking to someone yesterday about this. And like, a lot of people actually. Um, but they're like, oh, I might just go and get a full-time job, you know, and fuck, fuck the acting type thing. And it's like, man, like it's, that's, that is, the rejection is the hardest thing. And it's, it's in your head, menta the mentality to say, you know, I'm going to stick it out, man. Even though there's going to be tough days, or tough months or even a tough year you know i'll stick out and you know, i'll make i'll make this happen i'll make this work and i guess also that's why um i'm writing so much because obviously i'm lucky that i've been getting work but for me it's not enough it's not enough work i wanna i wanna push myself like i said from the out from the fire from I, I i only know about hard work so i'm like right i'm not active enough and so let's sitting here doing nothing what can I do so I'm gonna fucking write and obviously like I said I'm lucky enough to have the commercials that's 
and other films that I've done that have paid quite well. So I'm lucky enough to sit here and be able to write. Um, let's talk about the producing and also where, in your mind's eye, where you see yourself in in five years in terms of the business, in terms of the business oh, of, of acting yeah. or producing or writing? Yeah, um, five years. I, uh, I see my production company, which is Beastie Films, um, that being up there, man, that being up there, produced at least, you know, four features. Four features in five years, that, that's doable, especially if I start this year. <laughs> um, and yeah, having a lot of people that I know uh, and are, are, are around me and I know are good people just working with us, man. That's that's what, that's the dream. Um, and it's happening, like I said, like, it's, it's definitely happening. So yeah, that's the goal. Five years, four features. Five, four years, five features, right? You've, you've heard it here. No, five, five years, four features. Okay, okay, not the other way around. <laughs> We're doing that. We're doing that. Yeah, that, yeah. Would be, that would be hellish yeah, that is too much that's what i'm saying like like a year and a bit for one feature that's doable <laughs> i'll know you i'll know you're down to that four four yeah. features in five years there we go yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's cool i i don't mind even if it's free i'm still happy with that <laughs> <laughs> um just as an aside um before we go to the final three questions that i ask yeah. all the guests um and once again thanks for taking the time out i know how busy you are um you mentioned earlier on, I just want to kind of circle back about mm -hmm. emotion and acting and how yeah, yeah. you were brought up that not not to really show emotion, not yeah. to cry, you know, that, that sort of that cliche, I suppose, about being a man. Yeah. yeah. Um, but how did you get from that to wanting to tell, literally tell stories for a living? You know, I have to, I have to thank my wife for that and my kids because... Okay. Um, I was proper like I I first had two boys like as in my sons, um, they're my oldest, so again I was kind of reliving that that trauma, and I'm saying trauma from a kid because that's that's what I've realised it is is trauma, like you should never be told you can't feel a certain way, that's that's wrong, so um, I was kind of living li living in that with my sons. And I was like, you can't do this. You have to do that. And my wife, she like took me to one side and was like, you can't tell them how to feel because if they feel upset and they want to cry, then you have to let them cry, man. And and then from that, we started uh, assessing myself. And like, why do you feel like you can't cry? Why do you feel like you have to be the tough man all the time? And then we broke it down. And then I had my daughter um, and that just like, changed me so much that really changed me because she um she showed me like a real softness that I could have that I didn't know was there like that that was so crazy someone who's not my wife or my mom but it's a little me but it's a girl and she needs me just like the boys but I don't know I can't I can't even describe it man it just changed me but for the best um for me the emotion is is definitely what I want to show and evoke in, in things that I write or watch. When you sit there and you're actually taken away and you can, you can laugh while watching a film or cry or feel angry or whatever towards these characters. And that to me is so fucking beautiful, man. That's like, just that you can, from you being on the screen, pretending to be someone or acting something out, 
can bring out these emotions that's beautiful uh, and obviously all the camera work the directing skills so everybody involved you know yeah <laughs> but yeah that's why basically i want to i want to really I've, I've brought out this emotion in me. i want to bring it out even more yeah incredible i always think that when i'm watching i'm similar to you because of my background and what i do for a living it's a lot of the time you're you're not paying attention too much to the story because you're looking at it what's what's actually happening behind the scenes yeah. camera angles script all that but i always know when something's got me because i totally forget about everything i'm just there i'm just yeah. listening to the characters um and i'm and i'm just being taken on this story so um yeah i always know something's sort of ticking a box for me if i'm not thinking about camera angles or lighting <laughs> or anything it's just, yeah. just about the story um great oh thank you cheers for that um Right. Final, final three questions. Um, the first one being what does, and you, and you have kind of touched upon it a bit in our chat anyway, but what does success look like um, for your, for yourself and your business? Um, yeah. Success looks like for me being known as um, a respected a respected um, production company and respected actor in myself. I'm not too fussed about, you know, awards and stuff like that. I just want people to to appreciate the, I guess, the art, you know, that I'm trying to create and the acting that I'm trying to, or the actor I'm trying to become. That's that's all it is, my recognition, man. That's all it is. Yeah, although you say, I'm going to push back on on you slightly there. You say not not you're not concentrating on awards, but that is recognition, isn't it? Okay, yeah, All right. but I guess it is. Yeah, it is. But again, it, it, again, you could look at it in two different ways because sometimes I people who I believe should have had tons of awards have none, and they don't even get put forward for any. So it's like again, it's it's like it's a double edged sword, isn't it? It's just, you, you could see as, yeah, if you get awards, then, yeah, cool, you're the best or you're no recognition. But at the same time, I'd, I'd rather have, I guess, like, from you, if you come up to me and say, man, I'm, I was blown away by your performance in this, then I, to me, I'm like, yeah, man, that, that makes me feel good, you know? Someone like that, or someone, you know, someone you respect. And yes. that's, to me, that's recognition. Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think, you know, this isn't a, a chat about the Oscars, but if you look at yeah. the Oscars, I mean, that is complete. That, that's just political, isn't it? Exactly. It's got nothing to do with the best actor or best film. It's just no. about who um, who has the big, the deepest pockets, basically. That's so, it, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if I don't ever get nominated for Oscar, I don't care. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> ever. You're not going to turn it down, Alex, are you? <laughs> I wouldn't turn it down. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Um, all right, second question of the of the final three. Um, what book or resource has had the biggest impact on you um, as an actor? Resource, I'd just say other actors, man. Honestly, other actors that I've met and they become like real close friends of me, and I think that's they're the best resource ever for for talking about acting styles, talking about how to get agents, talking about what to do next in your career, like just everything. I think if you find a great group of actors that you get along with and can talk with and feel comfortable around, I think that's the best resource. They're in your business. They're around it like you are every day. Um, yeah, and I think they'll have your back, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. Did you find it strange? Um, start when you started properly acting mm. and you had to ask lots of questions to lots of people that had been in the game for yeah. years. Now, I presume going back to your former life, it was the other way around. People coming to you. Did you find it weird that way around? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, the the jargon in it, like when they're talking about on set and all stuff like that, or talking about certain things with self tapes and um, slates and all shit, and you're like, "What the hell is that?" And then, <laughs> and then you know, you have to, like you said, you ask them. Or I'm like, I love research inside my head. I'll just be on Google. Like, what in film terms does this? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was it was strange um but yeah obviously now again now i'm quite deep in so and I, I know most of the terms <laughs> stuff. it kept you humble yeah. at the start kept me humble yeah that's it humble, yeah. brilliant um before the last question where can people uh follow you and find you on the uh, social media alex um i'm only on instagram right now yeah um but i'm on if you just type in alex montagnoni uh, you'll be able to find me and yeah, I'm on there. Amazing. <laughs> awesome. Good stuff. Um, so final question before I let you go. Yeah. Um, is what piece of advice would you give to a person if they were starting in your industry tomorrow? Um, don't give up, man. Don't give up. Work hard. Um, do everything you can and start to, I guess, gain experience and stuff. Um, and yeah, like you said, don't be afraid to ask questions if you don't know <laughs> how to do things or what things are at night. And I presume, going back to a few minutes ago, you were saying how, how difficult the industry is. It, yeah. So much of it comes down to mental strength, doesn't it? Yeah, and sure. resilience. Mm. And, just, and just like what you said, not giving up, hanging on in there. That's it, man. That's it. And there's, I know it's, 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 it's gonna sound like I'm a spokesperson, but I'm not. But um, like, uh, if you have problems even with like mental health and stuff, or you know, you feel low, um, if you're part of Spotlight, they have like programs, and like, you get regular emails from them. You know, talking about you can help talk about you know mental well-being and you know stress in the industry and stuff. So there is help out there if you are in the industry and you're feeling. I don't know, you know, a bit low or stuff like that. So yeah, there's there's people out there looking to help you, man, as well as other actors. So yeah, don't worry, man. Everyone goes through it and just keep your head high, man. Keep pushing. You'll 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 be fine. Love that. Is that something? Just before we end, is that something that is is not swept under the carpet? The mental health strain uh, no. that actors go through, or is it the kind of thing that is is just ignored? Yeah, I think I think probably he's ignored, man. Because it, it, well, like we were saying, it's a tough industry, man. And um, yeah, you go for a lot, I guess. Like, but by yourself, you know, yeah, you're, you're acting, and then in this production, that production, and nothing for ages. And yeah, I guess if you're not ask speaking out about it, I I doubt it very much unless someone's close to you they're going to come up and ask you you know how's your mental well-being how's your you know how are you feeling today i doubt that so yeah i think it's it's probably just not asked about man but yeah it's definitely ripe um and i think it's good that it's start to to come out more especially for for um, guys because a lot of guys they sweep it under the, the, the rug you know like I, like we were saying you know you gotta be tough you're a guy 
can't feel this way or that way, but you can, man. And yeah, don't don't be ashamed about it. It's all right. That's a, that's a perfect way to end the interview, I think. A uh, um, ending on a, a sign of hope, ending yeah. on a um, ending on a high, and you know, reaching out if you are going through some tough times in the acting industry. It's um, yeah, there's always someone to talk to, isn't there? hundred percent, man. hundred percent. Stuff. Good stuff. Alex, thank you so much for speaking to me today on this episode. I've had a lovely, I've had a lovely time. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, thank you for your honesty more than anything. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome, man. See you soon. It wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't give you a call to action. So it would be amazing if you could subscribe and also spread the word. All social media links and details of the podcast are in the show notes. Have a nice one and I'll see you next time for another episode of Squaring the Circle.